0: another episode this week of I'm a mom what's next I'm Michelle Monique and I'm Kimberly Celeste and we are here for episode eight I feel like I always just forget the numbers at this point but I think it's episode eight
1: okay let's go with eight
0: (laughs) but um so this is a very unique and special episode because there's a big day coming this week for Kimberly Celeste and that is
1: Nursing school. (laughs) Nursing school. (laughs) Yes, I start tomorrow. So I've been just running around trying to get things in order for that and then just trying to um, savor these last couple of days to do things, activities with the kids, um, you know, because gonna be a whole different world. I won't be home all the time with them. So I'm already thinking about how much I'm gonna miss them. You know, um but, I mean they of course they don't know it yet that I'm gonna be gone tomorrow, but you know, it'll be okay. I'll I'll get through it. Um but it's very exciting. Um I've been talking about this for a while. Well not to everybody but I mean Matthew knew for a while what I was trying to do. So um it's just very exciting that it's finally coming into fruition and I can really hit those career goals, you know. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know really show my kids that you know mommy is passionate about something and mommy's really trying to accomplish something so you know you know just uh i guess hard work and just like never giving up you can you know you can change your situation so it's a very positive story over here so i'm excited i'm nervous i'm i'm ready to go
0: <laughs> yeah you should be excited we're all excited for you here in our household <laughs> so <laughs> we have another nurse or medical professional in my suit the family I'm marrying into.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know you know, that's all we do. We do healthcare jobs. I mean not all of us, but you know Most you, of you
0: guys. Yeah. You have
1: your father in law is a doctor, your mother in law is a physical therapist. My mother's a nurse. My sister's a nurse. My husband's a nurse. I'm gonna be a nurse. Am I missing Oh, Cameron. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cameron <laughs> That, I totally forgot about him. Sorry, he's only he's a doctor. So yeah, yeah. That and then out. you have
0: like you have like your cousins that that work in the medical field. They're not like nurses or doctors, but
1: they do have that medical knowledge. Yeah. So uh, NYU is is the home base. So my mom started there. Well, she still works there. She went to college there and now she works there. Um, but she got she put us all on. Like my sister worked there at some point. I worked there at some point. My brother worked there. My cousin, Michaela, worked there. My cousin, Shaw, worked there. And um, my cousin, Kelsey, Kelsey, works there. And did you know that Matthew's cousin works on my mom's unit as the clerk? No. When did you guys find this out? Well, um, she didn't always work there. When she was applying for the job, it came up. Um, Cause she used to work in building service, and then there was a job that was available on my mom's unit, and I don't think we put that together yet until like she was on the unit, and I was like, "Mom, like that's Matthew's cousin," and so like we're all just very much so intertwined.
0: <laughs> yes, it's a small medical world <laughs> for you guys, but yeah, it's so exciting. Like it's a super exciting journey for you, and like you said, mm-hmm. you know. You just show your kids that mommy is passionate about something and that, and even also just the the triumph of like persevering through wanting to actually finally get through to going to nursing school. So it's like if you ever, if your children ever have a situation where, you know, they feel like their process to get there is taking much longer, they've learned to not give up by, because mommy didn't give up.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, originally when I was first trying to go, I was... I believe I was pregnant with Sophia. So, you know, timing isn't everything, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Cause you know, she came and then I quickly had Elijah, but I was able to take those two years to really just be home with them. And then like really reassess, like what I'm passionate about and like, you know, move forward in that. So it just really was about timing. And, you know, after me and my husband, we moved and got our house and everything. I think we're more set up a little bit. So it's like, okay, Kim, you know, focus on you for a little bit so that, you know, you can be eventually supportive in the household and, you know, do things for your kids down the line so you know i was bummed that i it the original uh timeline didn't you know work out but i think this is actually like the perfect timing for me to be able to do this um i'm not really interrupting my career i'm able to take this time to situate myself before i go back into uh the field and uh, you know i'm not pregnant or anything right now so it's like you know i have the time to just focus on school <laughs> I mean cross your fing no, I'm not to say not fingers
0: pregnant. crossed. Cause you know, you could have another situation where it's like, Oh, Misha, I'm
1: pregnant. And I'm like, Kim, what? I feel like this is a running joke though. Like everyone's like, every time I turn around, I'm pregnant. Like people at Matthew's job was like, Oh, is this your third kid? I'm like, Oh my gosh, we have two children. It's so it's super appropriate. It's not crazy here. <laughs> it's not crazy here. But with me, yeah, you never know. But um I'm, I'm going to focus on my studies and graduate before I have another child. That's, that's the goal. Okay. So, um,
0: I mean, this may be too uh, personal, but I, is this like a birth control situation going on to
1: make oh sure? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I am just, we are just focused on me finishing school without any, uh, oops. I mean, like I can get, I mean, okay. I'm just saying I won't be giving birth until after I graduate. I didn't say I wouldn't be mm-hmm. getting pregnant until after I graduate. So let's. So we're split. so
0: we're scheduling a conception, late 2023. Oh my god! Is that well, the math? Yes, conception late 2023, possibly. See, more than likely.
1: Okay. See, got it out of me. <laughs> okay, so. I think okay, so. I, I would love a nice 2024 gift.
0: Yeah. Like that will be a nice present. New mm-hmm. baby. And yeah. then that way, um, once the baby's like three months, then then you're like full on. I'm working in the hospital. My exactly. kids are
1: in daycare. That's literally my plan. That is literally my plan. Yeah. I'm like, I would graduate in May and like take the summer, to just, you know, have the baby be about three months and then I would go back to work. And I would have Matthew like take time off like he did last time and hold it down. And then by that time, my mom will be retired. So like it would just streamline together, you know, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, prayers that it works out that way. I would be delighted if it did work out that way, but we will see, we will see how I'm blessed. Either way it'll all work out in the end. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really an exciting chapter. And um, like, I, I feel kind of like, um, I feel like it's an accomplishment already. I mean, I didn't even really go through school yet, but I feel like, um, in my other, uh, endeavors, I felt more so like, you know, I'm a, I'm good with numbers. I'm good with organizations. So like, I was just doing business and I found jobs in like accounting and administration, but like, that wasn't really like, you know, what got me going or got me excited. Mm-hmm. And I really never thought about healthcare, but, um, finally, after I feel like I was going through dead ends, my, um, mom showed me about a position at NYU and I applied and I got to it. So then it got me really going more into the healthcare uh, space. And I think at the back of my mind, I've always thought about nursing, like, especially after I got my first degree at Temple, I just, I guess I needed to pep talk myself. Like if, if you're going to, if you want life to change, you need to throw yourself into that change. Okay. Like you can't keep talking about something you want, but not doing it and then complaining. So I'm like, okay, you need to stop complaining and go for it. So That's when I took the time to do my requisites, prerequisites for nursing school. I remember like being pregnant with Sophia, working all day in NYU and then taking a bus to Jersey City to go finish, like to take bio or chem or micro. So I wouldn't be getting home to like nine o'clock and then get up the next day and go to work and go to class again. Like that was like my life. So it was kind of crazy. But then, um, you know, I was just like hush-hush about it because, you know, like I already had a career and, you know, I want people like, you know, is this girl going to make up her mind of what she's doing, you know? So mm-hmm. I didn't really tell my mom or anything what I was planning. Of course, Matthew always knew. Um, so I wanted to give the news like once I got into nursing school, like, look what I did while you guys, you know, weren't looking. I've been busy away taking classes and mothering and wifing or whatever. So, yeah. It's going down. You're being
0: superwoman. tracks oh you're being God. superwoman behind closed
1: doors. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was doing a lot. I was I was busy, you know. But yeah, I I wanted to get this done, and it's 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 going down. So it's good stuff. And it's weird though, because like I was talking to Matthew today, like you know, I don't know what it feels like to really go out of the house every day. Like that's just like not the life I've been living for two years. So it's like. I'm like really picking up clothes and you know, getting myself together. Like that's a whole new this is a whole new space for me again, you know? Like <laughs> so I'm like, you take I'm I'm like I need to get my life together. So tonight, so orientation starts tomorrow. So I have to have I have to be like business casual. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, Matthew, do I even have like that? Like I haven't, you know, I'm I'm gonna get it together. I have stuff in this house. I just gotta really pull it out, like. These clothes have not been worn in years because I've been just on mommy mode and wearing, like, T-shirt and some pajama shorts every day and my hair in the butt looking a mess. So, I Well, now
0: you're back into the field, and you'll find some clothes. Like, business casual is very simple. You can wear, like, a, kind of like a blouse that you're wearing right now and, like, some slacks or pants type of thing or a skirt. You know, you don't have to be it's not formal, it's not super business.
1: Yeah, I, I can I can make it work. But I mean, literally Michelle, I was googling business casual today like what does that look like? I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm just having Listen, a moment. Of...
0: <laughs> business casual looks different for every person cuz there's like people that are super duper like fashionistas and their business casual be like, "Wow, you, you really Michelle look good." Beautiful. Yeah, like yeah. you you on the runway but you at work. But good, and then there's business casual. That's like the you know the old school way of business casual. You know, like the slacks. Like you know, you know how like our parents would buy like the uh, work suits to go to work. They came with a blazer and like the matching pants and a little. Oh yeah, that's, that's super <laughs> formal. <these days. laughs> that would be considered formal. But yeah, like business casual is pretty simple. It's not that it's not like super over the top. So don't stress too much about your outfit.
1: I know. I, I can do this. I can do this. Um i'm i got i gotta go and i'll be okay i'll be all right are um, you gonna start just, wearing
0: makeup again
1: so i bought i used to always put eyeliner on mm. and um so i finally actually bought some eyeliner today so i'm like i might break it out and just throw <laughs> it on
0: <laughs> i asked I'm like normally when i would see you like for an event or when you would go out you always did have some form of makeup on so i was like are you now that you're getting out the house are you gonna put makeup
1: on now <laughs> Just the eyeliner. I feel like I have bags under my eyes, so I like to hide that with putting some eyeliner. I don't think I'm going to do eyeshadow or any of that. Um, I think, yeah, that's it. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, I mean, half of my uh, schooling is going to be, like, in a, like a simulation lab or, like, in clinicals in the hospital. So, like, they're, like, kind of strict on how you're there. Like, I'm pretty much going to be in scrubs on those days. So, my mm-hmm. classroom days, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Oh. I've never yeah, been a heavy so makeup chick but I do like to do a little eye, you know. Mhm. Oh, uh I have um so Friday I have like a it's a white coat ceremony where they're kinda like white coating you or whatever. So that is a little I might jazz it up a little bit, you know.
0: Nice. Is the whole might, family
1: going? No, they're just live streaming the event. They said no family. So Oh, that's whack. Is it because of COVID? Cool. I don't know. They said a capacity or whatever. I'm like, okay. I mean mm. because so they the nursing school is split up into two groups. So there's like main campus group, and then there's like the Montgomery County campus group. So I'm gonna be primarily in the Montgomery County campus. And so I think like what there's a hundred of us in each group. So I guess with whatever auditorium, I guess that'd be too much if uh, with all the family members or whatever. But oh, yeah, they yeah. get to, they get to live stream, and I'm like, uh, but you know it's okay. <laughs>
0: Well, make sure you send the link to, to this household over here so we can watch. Oh, okay,
1: okay. <laughs> you can see me. Yeah, my um actually my white coat just got delivered today. I got the rest of my scrubs from school today. So like I'm I'm all set. Got my boots. Oh my school. gosh, do you feel like super fish? I I'm like, whoa. Like this is <laughs> for real for reals. <laughs> like
0: you got your does your white coat say your name on it? I
1: well, I have a name tag that says University of Maryland, Baltimore. So I, I guess I pin it on there yeah this
0: is like feeling like so official oh my gosh
1: <laughs> and my like scrubs I, with the logo on it and everything
0: this is so cool I feel like I'm <laughs> reliving uh life with Cameron again like with you because when Cameron got his white coat for residency um I was like whoa this is like official like
1: it changes the game yeah I was like whoa
0: this is kind of like neat like it's this like isn't weird. like for play play anymore like this is the real deal
1: oh no it's serious yeah, it's cute, you know, to make you feel like, you know, you, you really enter the profession. Um, and I've been starting to like to follow like a bunch of people on Instagram who are like um, nurses. And I found this group. Um, they just started a Black Nurses Week down here in um, D.C. Mm-hmm. And so they're like um, putting together a lot of like, of course, people of color who are nurses and who are also like entrepreneurs, too. So I think they nice. just have their inaugural week in the beginning of August, but I'm like, I'm so excited. I can like be a part of that community and stuff. And I was telling Matthew about it and things. I'm like, yeah, we can really network and, you know, come together with that community. Cause you know, nurses out here rocking, you know, they're not just, you know, slumped over at the bedside. The nurses are doing a lot of things here, you know?
0: No. So. Yeah. Nurses really held it down. It's, it's like, wow. You don't really realize how much nurses are more like doctors are great don't get me wrong, but I feel like people don't acknowledge how much nurses really do compared to doctors. You know what I mean? I think people get so caught up on like, oh, well, the doctor is my doctor. He oversees what's going on. But it's like the nurse is there from beginning to end. You only see your doctor sporadically sometimes throughout whatever you're going through, especially like with, you know, pregnancy, I guess you see more the nurses more. So nurses mm-hmm. go through a lot.
1: Yeah, they really hold it down. I saw something a while ago that they were saying doctors are the brains of the hospital, but nurses are the heart of it. So like nurses are the heartbeat that keeps the hospital functioning. Um, And there's some very brilliant nurses who uh, they really help these new doctors and residents, like, you know, really get to speed what's going on because it's it's a lot different from what you're learning in school versus practical stuff. Once you get there, you know, Um, so nurses be, out here killing it and they're very knowledgeable you know and yeah sometimes because they're with their patient all the time there's things that the doctor or the nurse practitioner or the you know the PA might overlook and the nurse is like um but this patient's you know allergic here or whatever so you know it's definitely um when you're in the hospital environment it's definitely about interdisciplinary teams because everyone's working together for the common goal for this patient to, you know, improve, get healthy and get discharged. So everybody voices matter. And I remember when I was working at NYU, they had this thing called HRO, which means you want to become a high reliability organization, but that only happens if everyone's able to speak up and feel comfortable to advocate for patients, you know, or be a part of more of the care team. So make sure that, you know, no one's, um, you know, dropping the ball or missing er- errors, you know, um, mm-hmm, sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, nurses or other health professionals can feel intimidated by like these doctors or whatever, and they don't want to speak up, you know, and then accidents happen. So it's, it's really, um, about being more inclusive and, uh, the nursing to de- profession has been trying to develop itself even more. Like, um, you know, now they have the doctorate of nursing practice, which I really want to get, that's like the terminal degree in nursing, um, just to show that nursing is at that level of distinction, you know, cause like pharmacy now you get a doctorate to be a pharmacist and physical therapy, you get a doctorate to be pharmacist. So like all these other health professional professions are ending with doctorate degrees to show the level of dedication and, um, you know, intelligence and education that goes into these professions, you know, so. uh, But every member, every member of the team counts. I mean, no one's replacing doctors, of course. They, you know, what they go through is wildly grueling, you know, Um, it's super for real. And yeah, but um, (laughs) I I get how they feel because they're like, I've went through so many years of schooling. So, yes, I'm like the authority here because I'm considered the subject matter, matter expert, but you know, um, not necessarily that means that other people's um, opinions shouldn't be valid. You know, so I'm not trying to get any flack from these doctors. I don't want your husband coming for me. yeah, <laughs> don't be pulling up. No, just kidding. No,
0: Cameron. Cameron understands because literally, what's today? We were watching um, Meet the Parents over the weekend. Um, it was on TV. Have, I don't know if you ever seen Meet the Parents, but uh, with Ben Stiller and uh, mm-hmm. Robert De Niro, and it was uh, the first one, not the, the first. Uh, one installment of the series of meet the parents, but, um, they were, uh, his, at the time she was just his girlfriend, but his girlfriend's family was asking him, if you took the MCATs to become a doctor, why did you land on being a nurse? And he was like, well, I took the MCATs just to see if I could weigh my options. But he said, I found it, um, more appealing for me to be a nurse because I was more hands-on with my patients. And I got to understand understand and know my patients more than I would have if I was a doctor so when Mm -hmm. we were watching it Cameron's like oh yeah you know I I can see that being true because you know doctors are kind of just in and out like I think about all my doctor's appointments I only I see the nurse more than I see the doctor like the doctor's (laughs) probably in my room for all of like 10 minutes assessing whatever's (laughs) going on and then they're gone but the Mm -hmm. nurse is there you know walk asking me questions answering my questions you know giving me like you know information that I probably didn't know of and then they see me after the doctor leaves you know what I mean so I see more I have more time with the nurse than I do with the doctor so you know because the doctor has to go they have other patients that they got to go see so you know it's true you are with the nurse more than you are with the doctor
1: sometimes absolutely I feel like um when I was working at NYU somebody one of the doctors was like yeah we call them our patients but I should say it's the nurse's patient because she's with them all the time and I'm just, you know, in and out. So it's like, yeah, it's like that nurse's patient. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, I love working on a, a, the hospital floor. It's, it's I mean, I guess exhilarating is a term, but it's busy. It's crazy. But when I used to work on administration and I was working under nursing, like I was always there and I just wanted to be a part of understanding that other component of the hospital And like also being from the administrative side, a lot of times it's more about, you know, the budget and, you know, make these cuts and understand this and that. And sometimes I feel like, you know, you you can't really replace the bodies or the time that we can spend with these patients by just cutting, you know, numbers doesn't mean anything. The the dollars you spend doesn't mean anything. Like these people are, you know, living people that need care, regardless if the hospital's tight on cash or not. So I'm like, I want to get that perspective of really understanding how the floor goes because you know it's easy to be in a business meeting and say oh, well we could do without this or oh, we need to implement this like just go for it and a lot of times middle managers like the nurse manager would be like you know having to go to staff with like bad news and it's like staff don't understanding why are you guys cutting this or why are you guys implementing all these things on me and it's like cuz administration side just wants they care about the bottom line so i want to mm. get the full perspective of like the hospital because i do want to like run a program in the hospital Um, when I started my business degree, I wanted to do international business. So I shifted it to like global health. So I would love to work for like, um, like an academic medical center, meaning the hospital is in conjunction with like a university. And Mm -hmm. so there's programs that can support from the university side to the hospital um, so that I could be hands-on with um, patients, but also run like a a program gearing to, I guess, public health and in the greater community, like global health um, issues. Um, So, you know, when I say timing isn't everything, I think it took me time to build from different experiences to kind of really see where I'm trying to go with my career. So, you know, I mean, and once I still get in there, once I finish nursing school, I could still be like, you know what, this is my other passion in nursing. Maybe I don't want to do that anymore. Maybe let me run here. But that's the great thing about nursing. There's so many things that the profession has developed so much that it's like, it, it, you know, I'm like, I need to tap into this resource and get involved now. So,
0: yeah and then one thing about one thing about your field too is that you're 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 never going to be without so meaning you can always find a hospital or um or a private practice or something that needs a nurse because everyone's always looking for nurses because you can never have too many nurses like I've never heard that being a thing like there's too many nurses like I've never heard that before
1: absolutely like there's always a shortage of nurses. There's, there's a shortage of health professionals in general. So like, you know, it but also at the same time, they want more people to go to like medical school, nursing school or PT or dentists, but it's like, there's, it's a lot to do to get into these programs. So it's like, you know, that's why it's, sometimes the supply is never going to meet the demand. The demand. Healthcare. And they said, um you know, like when we're old, there's probably going to be like nobody left to take care of us because they think our generation is not, I guess, having kids enough, so there won't be people to support us when we get old.
0: I never heard of that. I mean, I think our generation is having a lot of kids. I mean, I don't yeah. know the, the, I don't know the statistics of the well, population, the rate, but the birth rate has
1: been declining. Wow. So oh, okay. Like, yeah, people are like a little like concerned, and even also like that's why they don't think social security is going to be sustainable for us because there's not going to be enough people who are working who are paying social security out of their salary to support us when we retire. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what we're like. Okay, we need to like replenish the population so that we can have all these support for <laughs> when we get old. Okay, I mean, so- I'm I'm doing my part too. You know, <laughs> I mean,
0: re-tension. we we intend to do our part too. <laughs> uh, that's the intention. I mean, I I think that's a little crazy, but I mean, well, hopefully, you know. You you set an example. You and Matthew set an example for your kids, and then I know for sure that Cameron's gonna want to set an example for ours. That you know, the medical field is the way to go because he's been saying that since birth for Sebastian. Like you're gonna be a doctor. It's in your DNA. Like your your dad and your grandfather. So, uh, hopefully you know
1: lots of pressure on Sebastian. (laughs)
0: It is a lot of pressure. That's what I said. He's gonna Um, be a
1: legacy. A legacy yeah he's
0: trying to he's trying to get Sebastian to be a legacy and I mean, he doesn't want Sebastian to be like
1: um you know in my field of entertainment oh my goodness. <laughs> but I will say you know they're telling kids they really want kids to get in drop, involved with stem jobs you know science- te- technology and engineering and math like those are those are killing it for the future, so you know it doesn't hurt to be to excel in one of those areas mhm. I'm all for that, but it doesn't hurt to be something totally different, you know, like teaching is fine. I mean, I guess you could be like a teacher who's like bread and butters math. So I guess that kind of goes in STEM a little bit, but you know, you can, I don't know. There's so many other jobs out here. It's just, you want to find a passion. You ne- can't necessarily say you're going to go into this and then, you know, you there's love plenty, it. yeah, there's plenty of people who went to dental school or doctors or whatever now, and they're like miserable and they did it because their parents told them to, you know, just mm-hmm. because they want the prestige and whatever but that is not their passion you know so who's that's to say
0: a, that's exactly what I've been telling Cameron since Sebastian was born like whatever Sebastian is passionate about as long as he's not a criminal as long as he's not passionate about crime <laughs> it's okay in, you know anything else it's okay in my book as long as he's passionate about it and he knows for sure like that is his purpose in life then go for it so that could very well be in the medical field I don't know as long as he has the purpose for it in his heart go for it
1: facts i mean yeah like their happiness is everything but i understand as parents we're like we want to plan out our kids life because we're like i don't want you to i want you to avoid any mistakes or setbacks that i went through and this would be the path but we all know we grew up and we knew we wanted to find our way the way we wanted to no one was going to tell us anything so we just have to give the kids the same you know space but i mean of course not doing some wild stuff you know um yeah like how you sent me that thing about Elijah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, which which Kim is talking about. I was I was on Instagram and we have a mutual friend and she posted on um her Instagram story. It said, "Stop naming your kids after names in the Bible because Elijah tried to rob me
1: last night." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Michelle, stop coming up at, at my son like that because Elijah's name. Well, yes, his name's Elijah and he's biblical, so. I thought that was a shot fired. But it's living the life that he's named after. So right. we'll see. He
0: not he's not about to be in the streets robbing people. Elijah
1: <laughs> will not be in the streets. He cannot. He's a very biblical name. Elijah Joseph. There's no wiggle room with that one. Like not at all. He's supposed to be living that biblical life. So we'll see, Elijah.
0: But to like tie this all into into motherhood, so what's your expectations for for juggling uh, going to nursing school and getting your career started um, and, and mommying? Because I know with moms, a lot of our concerns when we find out we're pregnant is like, oh, I have to put my career on hold or, oh, I have to take a, a few years off or put my dreams on hold. And now that you're actually going to be walking into what your dream is, is to become a nurse, how do you expect to manage both working and being a mommy?
1: Well, too it- Yes. It's stressful now, like just even transitioning because we're used to me being home and Matthew's working and he's in school as well. So like, it's just stressful for that part. Like now I have to think about who's juggling and who's there to watch the kids. So like our schedules have to be opposite and they're putting them in daycare, which, you know, originally we try to avoid because of course that's an expense, but it is what it is. So they're in full-time daycare, which I feel good about the choice so that I can focus more and not be stressed, you know, driving home frantically to get them if they were only to do like part-time or something. Um, so, I mean, I'm hoping nothing falls through the cracks that their daycare is always good for them and there's no issues there, but you know, it's, I don't know. I feel like you feel like a little piece of guilt a little bit because I would love to just, well, I love being home with them, but I, I, it, I need to not be home with them all the time. Like I feel like, That needed to happen, but I I love every moment of them. And so it's like, you know, they're not necessarily going to understand why mommy's not around all the time. Like I'm like their number one girl. Like when Matthew's home, it's like, well, mommy does this a certain way, you know, and you don't. So like, why don't you get it? So like sometimes with Matthew, you know, Sophia's learning words. So I'm like, Matthew, she's trying to, she's trying to say like garage or something. And she wants you to repeat it to validate that for her. So I just naturally know stuff like that Mm -hmm. and he has to hear a few times before she's, before he understands the word. But so she kind of feels because he didn't validate the word soon enough, she kind of like withdraws and stops saying it to him, you know? So, you know, things like that. Like I I have to give other people a chance to uh, help me with being there for them and, you know, make their own bonds with them and stuff. But, you know, it's, it's difficult because even like when I um after I had Sophia, I did go back to work and that was five days a week, which was like stressing me out from my mind. But Matthew was home with her and like they formed their own stuff. And I just felt like, you know, I, you always feel like you know how to do things perfectly for your kids and other people don't know how to. So I'm releasing my reins a little bit more like the kids, you know, they'll be OK without me. Mommy's going to always be there at night or whatever. But, you know. They're going to be I have them in another structured environment to keep them together while I'm at school because, I, you know, I really want to focus and I really want to excel. And I don't want to do all this to, for me to like just flop because I'm not, you know, really dedicating myself to my studies. So like even the days that I don't have class, I think I'm still going to just go to the library to keep myself focused and not get caught up with what's going on at home. You mm-hmm. know, so I'm, I'm learning to have to like really put that boundary up and just, you know, set that time aside for it. um, So I I, I know it's going to be anything is, is going to be very challenging because you have children. And then I also have two. So it's not like, you know, even when I was looking for the daycare, I kept on finding a spot for one and not the other. So that was like a lot. So I hope this daycare really lasts well for the next two years because it's like the most affordable and the best that I can find that keeps them together. So that'll be uh good. But, you know, I... I'm anxious to really see how this goes, you know, Um, and I know it's going to be stressing on me and I don't want to just revert back to like, well, you know, I'm a mom, let me just be with the kids. Like I really, you know, there was a time that I was home and I just felt like I was being a little bit lost back with just being a mom and taking a back seat. And it's not like Matthew asked me to be home for these last few years, but I felt burnt out after going back to work, after having Sophia and being gone five days a week. And I'm like, "I, I, this, I just need a break from it. Um, and then from that, that's why I'm like, if I'm going to take a break, let me just have another kid because before I go back to work, um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, I, I, I hope I just really remain focused and dedicate dedicated to my studies. I like really pray about it. And then I, you know, I pray about them being okay. Their safety while I'm not there all the time, you know, like that's, I'm not used to that at all. Um, Matthew's been working this whole time. So he's used to like not seeing his kids during the day, you know, um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I'm very excited. And I feel like I just feel um, like re re reinvigorated, revigorated, or like re revamped you know? maybe? Yeah, rejuvenated. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like rejuvenated um, that I, I, that Matthew and I was able to put whatever together so that I can focus and concentrate on getting through this. Um, And, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'll I'll be given updates, I guess, you know, in our future episodes, see how crazy (laughs) it is juggling, you know, the school life, full-time school life, and then kids in school and Matthew's full-time work life slash part-time school life. So it's definitely a phase we're going in, but it's it's a, a career building phase. And I think it's amazing. And I think it will structure and teach our kids a lot because they do need to socialize. Sophia's always, you know, running to kids to really learn to, you know, learn to converse more with them and stuff. And now that Matthew, uh, Matthew now that Elijah's trying to walk and stuff, you know, like he can be independent on his own. I think he'll be good. And I remember my, um, my mom told me something one time. She said she thought, Working full time made her a better mom. Really, because um, she said, "I feel like it helped her really prioritize when she's home, what she needs to do when she's home." Um, when you when you're a stay at home mom, there's no separation from like the housework, from the kid work, whatever you need to do for your partner, for like all those there's like no separation. And sometimes I feel like there's days that I'm not being, I guess, successful at anything because it's just like everything's jumbled on me. My environment never changes, so. Mm-hmm. I think this separation also will do a lot for me, you know, um, like I will separate when I come home, I have times just dedicated for my children. And then like, I have, I'm going to have my dedicated studying time because I know every day I'm not just home, you know, and having idle time. So I think, I think, you know, it's very challenging being at a stay at home mom. I mean, I'm going to be physically out of the house now as a um, nursing student, but I feel like at staying home it was just like a never end. like you can never you can't get an A on this assignment and be done with or anything like that you know like it just is it's yeah. never ending um so this is like okay not that I ever stop mothering but from what eight to five Monday through whatever I'm Kim the nursing student and when I get home get my kids from daycare I'll put them down and then I'll repeat but you know. I I think this will be very good. I think the separation, everything will be good for me. And it will help them also break up a little bit from up under me. They're very up under me, which, I mean, I love. Mm-hmm. But, you know, They're look, still going to be they'll...
0: up underneath of you. Sebastian's yeah. still up
1: underneath of uh, me, even though he's, he's gone up, during the day. He's probably like, whoa, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm not with mommy anymore. Like, what happened? Mommy just, what?
0: She she dipped out. But no, <laughs> like, there's two things, happened, there was two things that um that you were saying that I wanted to respond to. So mm-hmm. when you were talking about like the whole uh, being a stay-at-home mom, um, how your environment never changes,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: um, even though your environment never changes, it still is like a full day, a full day of work. It's mm-hmm. it's hard work. Like I think about when I watched my favorite, one of my favorite shows, Married to Madison. Oh, one gosh. of the cast, one of the castmates, Toya. She's a full-time stay-at-home mom and all the other castmates the women they always give her flack because they're always like well Toya don't do nothing you know because everyone else are they're like doctors or one of them is a dentist and they're always like giving her flack like well Toya don't do nothing because you know all of us we we work and she doesn't but she always has to remind them, like listen who do you think gets my husband in line and gets him together and our kids together and our home together and our money together even though he's the one making the money I'm the one that's balancing checks and stuff like that. So she was like, you can't say I'm not doing anything. I may not, I may not be going to a nine to five job, but, you know, I am doing something with my life. So, it's, you know, just to respond to that. But also with your mom saying that being a full-time mom, making her a better mom, it kind of reminded me of something that Cameron said. Like, you know, when Cameron started residency uh, for internal medicine, he was like, you know, with having Sebastian, it makes him – be a better makes him feel like he's being a better father and a better man altogether because he has something that he has to work harder for so it's Mm -hmm. like you know before with residency it's like you know I'm doing residency because I'm going to be a doctor but he's like now it's like it means so much more to him what he's doing because of Sebastian and well me too I mean I'll throw myself in there, but it's really (laughs) because it's Sebastian because, you know, he has someone that's looking up to him now. So that's something also for you, you know, going to nursing school and getting everything together. It'll like, you'll probably be sad to be separated from your kids every day, but you just keep them in the back of your mind. Like I have to go extra harder for them so they can have a good life
1: and see mommy killing it in her field. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's that's such a huge motivator. I know like the life that me and Matthew are trying to build for the kids. So, you know, these next two years will be tough, but like we will be at the places we've been talking about, um, you know, to give our kids what we really want to. Mm-hmm. And it, with the whole stay at home mom thing, I saw someone say something on LinkedIn that um, how, because being a stay at home mom, that is a full-time job. But it someone, is. a guy was talking about how, his wife retired. And he was saying she didn't retire from a job, but she retired because after 20 years of staying at home, all their kids went to college. But you're like, but she doesn't have anything. You would, She doesn't technically have anything to show for it. Like, you know, how we would retire from a job and have a pension, have this and the third. And He's like, but she's the most dedicated worker that I know. So it's a shame kind of like the stay at home mom doesn't get enough credit for like what they're really doing because it's 24 seven work. And it's like, it's as if you go to work and always bring work home. Like there's just it just doesn't ever stop no matter what age your kids are. And, you know, I was telling Matthew today, it's like my mind is always racing because I'm pre-planning for you. I'm pre-planning for the kids, for myself, for the house, what needs to get done. So, you know, sometimes when you approach me about what needs to happen, I'm like, I already thought it through. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, us moms, especially, we have a problem of complaining about needing some help. But then again, we're going to go and not take it. Because we just think that we're that piece that keeps things together. And I was like, Matthew, at the same time, you as a husband, you just, you know that I keep it together. So at the back of your mind. You're like, I don't need to worry about certain things because I know she has it, which is no fault to you at all, because I'm always going to be ahead and have it together. But sometimes that that burnout is real. And, you know, being with a a mother, I mean, that burnout probably is never going to really stop because now I'm going to add this education piece into my brain and still think about all those things. But, Mm -hmm. you know that mother role once you step into a motherhood role and then you have all this career and a business or whatever it's you know it's amazing that we're still sane because we're just processing so much and trying to hold it down and keep it together and you know show we're independent and show this and that so it's a lot I know I I mean I feel like I was a little stressed about it but I'm like you know i've I've done school before i've been dedicated like with all my um prerequisite courses i was like getting a's and stuff in it so i'm like i can do this you know um yeah i just you know i have to budget my time accordingly and i think that's what my mom was saying like i knew how to just budget my time perfectly because i knew what was you know important um and you know no shade to someone who's Full time mommy throughout, through and through. You know, like that's like a level of dedication. That's like, wow. I've been stayed home for two years, and I'm like, okay, get me out of here. But mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's I can't imagine
0: doing twenty years.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just for me. I need some. Well, especially because Matthew does not work like a nine to five. So since he's not home every day, I don't get that that relief, I guess, or that human interaction, I guess, all the time. You know, if he had more of a straight schedule like that, it might be. I might be able to load off every day, but some days I'm like, it's just me all day. So then it's just kind of like, you know, and then when he's working back to back days, I'm just like, there's zero break for me. And I just need these kids to go to sleep. (laughs) But no, I mean, I love every moment and peace that I can be with the kids. And like I said, this past week, I've just been really busy, but I've also been trying to really spend time with them. Like we, we were at the park today and then yesterday we were at an indoor splash park it's in Hyattsville and I just was in the water with Elijah and we were like cheek to cheek and he was snuggling with me and I'm just like oh I love it you know it just little snuggles and everything so mommy's gonna miss her babies dearly um but you know it's for an amazing cause and you know if They always say, if mom's okay, baby's okay, right? So mom Mm -hmm. needs to get herself together and thrive and feel, you know, I want to feel really happy and uh, fulfilled. And I want to show that energy to my kids, you know? Like, I want to show, you know, what you work hard at. And when you finally get there, how much that can amp you up and get you going, you know? Like, you know, life has so many opportunities. Why not, you know, grab at whatever you can? And, you know, with me going this career path, I want to be able to, provide my kids that foundation to be able to go into any area that they're interested in, you know, and, you know, create yeah. that generational wealth and all that stuff going on. So like, you know, managing hey, we, got plans. we got plans, man.
0: Generational wealth thing. Listen, I, we talk about that all the time. Um, so I definitely am prayerful that we can definitely, once he's done his residency, get things going too so that we can get, you know, Sebastian all set up and everything. But um, but definitely agree with you though, cause, but you're I agree with what you're saying. But trust me, you're gonna miss your kids, but you're actually gonna love it. <laughs> trust me, I think about Sebastian throughout the day, but I'm happy he's gone because it it gives me that time to actually focus on mommy and mommy's work, and you know boosting my career because I have goals for myself too that I'm trying to reach career wise. So, you'll 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 do okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I um we'll we'll see when we drop them off the first day we're gonna drop them off together and you know I might I might shed a little tear you might get a text message like I just <laughs> dropped them off." No, but I actually think um Elijah's gonna do better in daycare than Sophia because she can be um like sometimes when I'm gone at the house she can she could just go in a little corner and just be like mommy when someone else is with her so I think she might because she's gonna recognize more so because she's you know she's a two-year-old she's a two-and-a-half-year-old so she's gonna recognize more that Like, okay, something is really different. Where Elijah, like, uh, five minutes can go by and he has a completely different thought, you know? So he's gonna always kind of know daycare where she's gonna be like, like, okay, what just really happened? This is not, you know, it. I mean, I think she's gonna play fine with everybody, but there's gonna be a point in the day that she's like, hmm, something's not adding up. So, well, we'll, she may surprise
0: you because I thought Sebastian would be that way. And then when we picked him up, his teacher was like, Oh, like he's acted like he's been in daycare before. Like that's what they say every day that he acts like he's been there before. so Sophia may
1: surprise you. I hope so. I hope so. That's that's my little cookie right there, you know she, <laughs> she that's my girl, so I mean, I, I'm hoping for the best of her, but she she really does love um child interaction. So like anytime she sees kids, she's like just runs off and tries to play and connect with them. so. I'm really excited for her for that because she's really ready to play with other people. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, it's nice that she can play with Elijah a lot now and they get really silly with each other and like chase each other. But, um, you know, she wants a group of people to, you know, play with and, you know, talk with. Like today she was playing with like four or five years old in like on the jungle gym at the park and she was loving it. You know, um, she always chasing the big kids around. It uh, <laughs> was cute. I was happy for her. Um, Elijah, I mean, he, he could care less if he's playing with the other kid, but he was doing a lot of exploring, so it'll be nice. He could go share some blocks or whatever, and Share some blocks? Crackers <laughs> or something with some other kids his age, so we'll see. It'll be exciting. But yeah, I, I'll be... The thing is, I also, I will be busy during the day, right, when they're gone, so it's not like I'll be just, you know, idly hanging out. I, my days will be full, so it won't be, you know, like that, so it'll be good. I'm just gonna keep positively talking everything into existence but it'll it'll be good it'll be good um and then you know we'll be able to utilize my mom here and there like so she's strategic with trying to plan out her vacations for like weeks that
0: listen your mom got vacations for days
1: you know my mom (laughs) didn't take vacation time for days she didn't take vacation for years She's finally taking vacations just because i moved and i'm like okay because i'm like mom when you retire you cannot take those vacation days with you like they're not gonna you know so she's like you're right you're right you're right so she's trying i'm telling you this girl has so much and i'm like mom it's a shame because people would kill for the amount of vacation time you have but yeah so this year she's actually been like a lot here because um over the summer matthew was doing some crazy hours this week just for that ot so um i was like mom if you can come down a little bit more frequently that'd be great because i'm a little burnt with your with your grandkids over here (laughs) And then she's coming down tomorrow to be here for a week for like my first week in school while Matthew's at work to just to help, you know, settle things until they can they start daycare next month in September. Yeah, and they start after Labor Day, right? Yeah, they start after Labor Day, and um, she's taking like um, you know, a week in at the end of September or the week at the end of October, and she'll like be instrumental. Like, I'm gonna need her. I think I need her to take like Elijah to his first appointment because I'll be in class, you know, which that might be hard for me to miss his, you know, I'm probably going to get to that point. His (laughs) first
0: first birth, his like one year old appointment.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. His one year old appointment. (laughs) she will be here, but I'm over here. Like, Hmm, how can I, I don't know if I'm going to, be. I don't think I'm going to be making. I don't know. I might try to get to class later or something. I don't know. I, I, (laughs) I, but, um, she will be here for that. Um, in that week, I need to go an additional day for class and she'll be here. So she's going to be instrumental in, um, uh, Keenan being there for some days in between of me and Matthew's schedule. um, Yes, I feel like we're always shouting out Jackie Fuller because she's out here being the realist. <laughs> no, but, your uh,
0: mom, she stays and <laughs> stays on a train or car ride down to Maryland.
1: But <laughs> super instrumental. You need it. I mean, you know, because I live so far away, that's she's the only person that, you know, and there's no charge with her watching my children. I'm paying enough for daycare. So, and she loves it you know I mean she's close to retirement she's like I can't wait to be retired because they'll they'll know they'll grow up with their grandma around whereas my oldest nephew he's like 16 and my nieces are seven and nine or seven and yeah and um it's like she's been working the whole time they've been alive so it's been a little bit different like Mm grandma has a schedule she's just not available all the time so with Listen, my kids, she's like, "I'll be available."
0: Jackie Fuller, go talk to Veronica Mason because I I talked to this woman like two weeks ago because because you know obviously you know Cameron and I have talked about you know adding more kids post wedding, and he was like, you know, would your mom come and stay with us? Mm. So it's like asked her. I was like, "You're retiring next year, right? So you can come stay with us." And she was like, "No," and she was like, "Why?" Whoa. When I asked her, I was like, you're retiring next year, right? And she was like, no, why? I was like, well, you told me that you were going to be done in 2023. Um, and I was asking because, you know, if we were to, you know, have a child next year or the year after, um, would you come and stay with us for like a month or two when I'm fresh out the hospital? She's like, I can do two weeks every two months, but I can't do what? a month. I was like, mom, but we'll, we'll take it. Whatever two it is, we'll take weeks, it. Two it is, every month? that's what she
1: what? said two weeks that's every crazy. two months <laughs> she's gonna be up and down like she's gonna be <laughs> so then does that mean then she will retire then uh, because she well, can be would... going to work if she's two weeks there two weeks at work two weeks there two weeks at work how's yeah. that gonna i i don't know but uh we'll, we'll see yo you know your mom do not like to not work because she this is gonna be like her fifth retirement yes no shade miss mason <laughs> this is like her fifth she, retirement she's always you gotta, working
0: yeah i do like air quotes for her and her retirement
1: <laughs> but um she loves her grandbabies though when she picked up sebastian from my house that time like she'd just be all cute with them so i know she really want to be there so she just faking
0: that's what i'm saying i'm like two weeks every two months i mean we'll take it but i mean that's like uh that's a lot on her that's a lot yeah I'm like I don't know. If, I think if you just did one month, like I asked for, that'd probably be easy. But who knows? We'll see.
1: <laughs> whenever you're able to, whenever you're able to be blessed with the next child and give her the news, then you'll see how her her tune changes. You're like oh, you know, what? Okay. I'm
0: hoping I'm hoping her tune changes because she's going to be missing a grandchild because her other grandchild's moving to the West Coast next year. So Tierra has official date on that. Not official date, but she did accept the job. So she is going.
1: It's emotion. Oh, by the way, you know what I wanted to talk about. So I'm having Elijah's first birthday over Labor Day. But of course. Wait,
0: you didn't even tell
1: us I meant to tell you and I meant to (laughs) intro this into the episode. And then we just jumped into my life and I forgot to tell you. So I wanted to tell you like I wasn't, I didn't want to say like I was not telling you. But you've been jet sent around the world. And I know you're going to be here the following week for your baby shower. So my bridal shower.
0: Oh my God. Not gosh. baby.
1: I, I keep telling people to baby shower. My mom's like, wait, what? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait, she's pregnant and we didn't know? Tell me show baby shower. She's getting married, not having a baby right now. Um, but so I, I could just like video time you, FaceTime you. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm not video old, time. I could FaceTime you while we um did the celebration. Because I finally just texted Tiara and Chelsea about it because my mind was like, just. So, I'm, like, finally actually planning his birthday, like, starting, like, two days ago um, for Labor Day weekend, which is in, like, a week and a half. So, I've oh, been, man. I know, but I've been slacking to get everybody together, but um, we're doing a Paw Patrol theme, but, no, Michelle. Paw
0: Patrol! You,
1: yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you, will, you will get to the future ones, but I didn't want to make you... Feel like you needed to hop on a plane real quick because you're gonna be here the following yeah, week. Yeah,
0: because I'm gonna be back the following week. yeah, yes, so. that would have been a lot of planes because then I would be back on another plane two weeks from that time, two or three exactly. weeks in, right? Exactly. And then another plane again. Because <laughs> I know how four you planes.
1: Going. You'd be in Maryland every other week, and I'd be like, "Girl, chill out." <laughs> <I'm> like, chill. <laughs> no, but yeah, you'll be there in spirit, and um, we'll see you like right after, and but yeah. I'll, I'll FaceTime when we're blowing candles. But, yeah, it's Paw Patrol. Um, Is that your house? Mm-hmm. We're going to do, like, a nice. little barbecue. Oh, so man. Basically. Matthew's
0: going to be on the grill? Yeah. Is your mom making her dip?
1: So, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> ask her about the dip. Oh, mm. man. We're, I'm I'm telling Cameron.
1: It's okay. I'm, oh I'm switching. I'm telling exactly. Cameron because, you know,
0: Cameron loves his Auntie the Babe's dip. dip. Ugh. Uh, and i've been craving a hot dog on a grill
1: we will definitely have hot dogs but may- maybe she won't make the dip i wasn't gonna make it so crazy because i was gonna do like hamburger hot dogs like corn on the cob what else oh i was gonna try to do my mom's shish kebabs mm-hmm. i was gonna try to shrimp kebabs? yeah like you know yeah the way she makes it so we'll see what happens um so, yeah, I'm putting it finally getting that together. Um, but I'm doing it early this year because my schedule gets crazy later down the road. So I didn't want to s- make a date for his birthday, you know, later in September and then like something come up and I can't really do it. So I'm like, let's just do it early in Labor Day and also make sure, you know, the girls are going to be coming down with my sister and my mom. Um, So I want to be here and then I can just really focus on school because I don't, you know, I need to get that focus on. So. Not right, but I understand. Um, understand. Listen, it's okay. You literally like family forever. (laughs) I understand. You are family forever. It's cool. Just
0: just let Matthew know he owes us some hot dogs and hamburgers and tell your mom she owes us the dip.
1: (laughs) I'm telling you, (laughs) it's going to happen. We got you. But speaking of owing people food, Matthew, for some reason, thinks you owe him banana pudding.
0: (laughs) Matthew's been asking for this banana pudding since you guys moved to Maryland. He was like, "Is that like our our housewarming
1: gift?" I don't like Matthew. Chill out. Let her rock. She she will make banana pudding at some point again, and we will. But he 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 does bring it up. He does bring yes. it
0: up. Yes, I'll make banana pudding at some point. I don't know when I could possibly make it. I don't
1: know. The, well, don't focus on this year. This year, when you come down, it's all about you getting married and all that stuff. So I don't want to catch you making a banana pudding for Matthew. <laughs> while you, you know, like no, no, no. Future, future, future. Not you. Don't need to worry about that this year. So.
0: Okay, so we'll, we'll worry about that in twenty twenty
1: three. Yeah, this is about to be here me. like tomorrow. Facts. Yeah, man. Because yeah, September is really new. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy time. Be going, and then like when you're really busy, it's just like you look up, like wow, you know. Yep, or you know it, Bash gonna be five. <laughs> Let's not put that in the air just yet.
0: <laughs> I'm not looking forward to when he's five. That's a different different age.
1: Facts. I really like this like this young toddler age. I mean, it's a lot, but I like to be around them. It's cute, you know. I just feel like it's so adorable, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. miss it when Sophie is not that age anymore, and Elijah, because he's right behind her. Um. I'm like, dang, man, time really does go so quick. I just want to stay with these moments with them forever. And, you know, I'm also sad that, like, I'm going to be really busy during their little, very young years. But I forget who was telling me. They were like, you know, you want to do all this now. Because by the time they're, like, in grade school, they have, like, you know, school projects, school concerts and stuff. That's when you really want to be available. Because. Yeah. We're going to need you to be around and super involved. I'm like, you're right. So they're little right now. So I'm getting my life together while they're little. So. That's a benefit. Because when they're older, that's what they're really going to remember. You know, Mommy was always there for my school projects or every she concert. She was always at every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know,
0: that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, that's when... That's what um, I tell Cameron all the time. Because Cameron's mm-hmm. always like, when he's done residency, he's like taking all the shifts or whatever, you know, to try to, like, you know, get himself prepared financially for all that we have going on or want to mm-hmm. have going on. And I'm like, well, just make sure that you... Uh, are able to be at Sebastian's games. Facts. Because, I mean, that's one thing he's going
1: to be like, Dad, you missed my football game. And he yeah, sad these about kids that. Notice. These kids notice. There's nothing that replaces your presence with the kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know people have to work really hard and do what they have to do, but, like, kids remember, like, you know, feeling that, that their parent wasn't there and that does something for them. So, you know try to like really prioritize your schedule so that like when it really matters, you really show up for them. And I mean, I'm going to enjoy being involved in their school project or, oh, that's my baby right there playing the flute or something, you know, like I, you know, that's going to be like really lit time. So. Mm-hmm. Can't, wait. Can't wait, but you know, I'll be living my nurse life by then and, you know, just killing it. The nurse game. And I've been also trying to connect with like nursepreneurs or the, you know, nurse entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because nurses are be out here really killing it. And I want to really tap into all those things and, you know, other streams of revenue and grow this, that, and the third. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm excited to become a part of that, uh, that pool, that, that of community. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm really hyped for it. And, you know, I want to have a real positive impact for the work that I, I bring to the table. Um, So, it's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. And I'm just I'm happy that I'm given the opportunity to do this and that I have a really supportive partner to be able to allow me to be able to do this, you know, um, so I could just focus while he's, you know, providing right now and everything. So like that's without Matthew, like this. This would have been real difficult to accomplish, so I I really appreciate um you know everything he's done and how he's been super supportive of me. Um, I mean, he's probably just hey, happy that you? I finally get like, a job. Don't no, <laughs> no, I used to work, so please no, but um no, yeah, he's been great and he's amazing as a father, and I have a really great partner with him and raising the kids to really help out. So this will be this will be great. So you know. Yeah, have a little tribe, and we'll see. And, like, the nurses, they're nonstop in this group chat that we have, like, about everything. So, like, I think we're already, like, a close community already, so I'll be excited to meet them tomorrow and just, you know, really get this going and help each other out. Because a lot of them, you know, are not your average, like, 20-something-year-old. A lot of them are, like, my age. A lot of them have little kids, you know. So people from different stages in their life, you know, make a career change and, Still, can bond together, with the same result. So that's exciting that I can relate to people that on that level. Because I remember you were saying that in residency, it was um, uh, Cameron met a couple other residents who were married or who had like a little kid and was kind of telling you guys how it can be. So it's nice to have to see that and know yeah. what can had done.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he was very happy to know that uh, he wasn't alone as being
1: a parent in residency. Yes. So. Yes. so it's it's about. You know, just getting to that accomplishment, just getting, you know, everything's a journey. So I'm excited to start mine. And yes, I will give you guys updates. And you know, I will put pictures up on the side of me like giving people flu shots or, you know, doing <laughs> COVID my, doing shots. Your, yeah, do my nursing student thing, like, you know, so.
0: But nice. Well, let's give it up for Kim, everyone. We're super excited for her, especially <laughs> over in our household. Mm-hmm. Um, So we're looking, I'm looking forward to the updates every week. And actually having like our personal conversations throughout the week just hearing how it's going and how you're balancing it all so I'm very happy for you and very proud of you and um thank you I'm ready to just pick your brain so just be prepared (laughs) Of because you know how I roll
1: I'll be always here for you (laughs) I promise
0: so yeah, if you have any questions for Kim, or if you're in a situation that's like him too, you know, going back to school, you know, let us know in our in our in our page on Facebook or in our comment section. Um, and if you're a mom that kind of had a similar situation and have some advice and positive affirmations for Kim, drop them there too. We're all look, we're all we are looking court encouraging of all of
1: it. Facts and nurse powers, man. I want to see all these, uh, nurses joining our group because. You know, nurses is the truth. So nurse, my, nurse parents, because our our group is about parenthood. So, um, yeah, come through, give me some knowledge. How you balance some crazy shifts? And oh, you know what? You.
0: Well, I know for sure one girl in our group is a nurse. Um, uh, she was actually my freshman year roommate. Um, she's actually oh, in yeah. our in our. Uh, yeah, yeah, not well, no, not that like, Julie, like, not you, that are, Julie. Julie
1: nurse.
0: Yeah, so um, my freshman year roommate. Uh, her name was Julie too, and then my second roommate was Julie, but not that second year Julie that you know. There was uh, another girl named me. Julie. She's in our group chat. She's actually a nurse. Her and her husband are nurses, and they had their son maybe three weeks after I had Sebastian. Oh, so, why are they
1: trying to live me and my husband's life? They both nurses. <laughs> wow. So maybe,
0: um, maybe if you're listen, if you listen, she does listen to the episode because she did write on our wall before. So Julie, if you listen to this episode, definitely drop some knowledge. For Kim, yes. how you
1: and your husband have your scheduling and all that going on? Yes, yes, I love it, Julie. Come at me. Well, I guess <laughs> impressive. Come, come talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, this is great. Um, thank you for you know the touching words, Michelle. Um, you know, I've definitely had some heart to hearts with you about you know, uh, getting here. So uh, this means a lot to me, and I'm very excited. And I'm going to let you know everything. I'm going to let the viewers know everything, and You know, come take this journey with me. So, thanks for giving me this space in the episode to really kind of talk about, you know, how I'm processing, going through, and, you know, and juggling my mommyhood as usual. So, I hope everybody enjoyed um, getting deeper into the life of Kimberly Celeste. Um, And I I thank you. And I, I thank you for anybody who wants to drop some encouraging words or kind words or let me know what's going on. So, Good stuff, but thank you guys for tuning in as usual. Um, we'll, we'll hopefully be seeing you next week. I'll let you know how my schedule works out, Misha. <laughs> we may have to go on a hiatus again. <laughs> possibly. but we are still dedicated to you as fans, and um, so you you will be hearing more from me. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Until, I'll say, next time, just in case we're on a hiatus next week. <laughs> okay. All righty. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to I'm a mom. What's next? Please don't forget to like share and subscribe to our podcast on the platforms where you listen to podcasts.
1: We want to hear from you. Join our Facebook group. I'm a mom. What's next? And let us know your thoughts on our episodes, your experiences as a mom and what you would love for us to dive into on our show.
0: Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. Mamas.